0: Yes, Vicky, what did you say? Hey, Plastic E.P., you've got to do the promo for Hudson. Okay, but you know I'm too busy interviewing the whole world at the moment. All right, I'll do it now. I want you all to listen to I Know, I Know, a
1: Beatle podcast. Make sure you're watching it. Hudson does it. He's on a roll, a bread roll. And let me tell you, are you feeling groovy? I think you are. See ya. hi 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 welcome to i know i know a solo beatles podcast i'm your host hudson ranny and i am joined by michael mativier and we are going to be reviewing the paul linda mccartney album ram and discussing each track and kind of talking about like is this paul's best album i mean i think it is
0: yeah i mean you you have given a good listen and spent a lot more time with every single one of uh, Paul's a- a solo albums which I have not so I'm not as qualified to talk about where it fits for him but it's definitely the the one that I've listened to the most um, so and I think it's pretty terrific yeah um what
1: are your other favorite McCartney albums that you've that you're familiar with?
0: See that's the thing. I never really. Um, I've started recently. I, I read a really wonderful article. I wish I could remember where. Within uh, the past year, that that uh, that went over some of the some of what that ought, the writer considered the best solo songs by McCartney. So I started to listen to more of them, um, but I didn't. Uh, but I, I don't think I've given any other. McCartney album you know individual songs sure but I don't think I've given any other album like a deep listen um you know I grew up not in a I didn't grow up in like a Beatles household or a Stones household or, or that or you know a lot of the classic rock canon that a lot of my friends did and I only even got into the Beatles a little bit in high school and then later so um I've mostly dabbled, but, I mean, I have, you know, RAM since the reissue came out in... Is that not the archive? The one that, with this strip? Uh, the 2012 reissue that had a second disc. Oh, yeah. that one's awesome. Yeah. I have
1: an original Canadian pressing. And yeah, which is pretty nice. Um, the only... it is a
0: little beat up,
1: but... That's mostly due to my wear.
0: Did you get that in town? Where did you Where you find that? I got it in town, actually.
1: Oh Just,
0: good. Yeah. 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 It's definitely an album I would like to get on vinyl, but it's really the only one that I, you know. Yeah. Feel like I've lived with for for a, for a while. It is a masterpiece.
1: So I'm gonna go through the original Rolling Stone review. Uh-huh. And This album was maligned. Yes. They compare it to Dylan's self-portrait.
0: That's really rude.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's like comparing. That's so bad.
0: Yeah. I don't think that comparison has held up over time. No, it
1: definitely has not. So, Ram represents the idea of the decomposition of 60s rock thus far for some, including myself. Self-Portrait has been insecure in the position, at least Self-Portrait was an album that you could hate. Um, a record you could feel something over, even if it was nothing but regret. Ram is something so incredibly inconsequential and so monumentally irrelevant, you can't even do with it. It's so difficult to concentrate on, let alone dislike or even hate. Mm and it talks about how horrible heart
0: of the country is. Ooh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I thought about that and I, um, you, you know, tried to put myself in the position of, of the time and what the Beatles had done and what Lennon was doing and, you know, kind of the attitudes towards McCartney in general, but... Um, yeah, it's rough. And I don't, I, you know, thankfully over time, I think people have accepted that pop and rock music can be a lot, a lot of different things.
1: I've, yeah, I've heard a lot of people say that this was like the first
0: indie rock album. Yeah. It's, it, it's, yeah. It, it does I mean, have an indie vibe to it. Yeah, it, it feels playful and irreverent in some ways, and it doesn't take itself seriously. Um, you know, right before, right before I logged on, I decided I would, you know, listen to Plastic Ono Band and just try to see what, what was happening around the same time. And I mean, that's an amazing record too, but I feel like that kind of vibe is what people wanted all kinds of music to be. And, uh, and and felt like it needed, you know, a space that it needed to live in, but but you know, Ram is a real fun domestic bliss record and happy home life and it's great. Yeah. Um so to start off
1: with the track, the opening track, Too Many People. Mm-hmm. This is a real jab at Lennon. Mm-hmm. And I know what it is. I play this song play and repeat as much as a lennon fan i am this is my favorite track on the album this I'm is not...
0: your favorite track on this album interesting i love every song on this album yeah except for one so oh, well, i'm actually i'm interested to hear which one that is when we get to it it, it, it it's kind of obvious okay
1: i'll say it'll be on side two. that's the only down <laughs> okay but people preaching practices don't let them tell you who you want to be that's like True. right at Lenin and Oh No. Mm-hmm. So do you play or skip this song?
0: Oh I play it yeah I don't skip the song there's no song that I would skip on this record.
1: Yeah it's just perfect I mean musically and lyrically you know Paul's kind of known to have some throwaway lyrics for mm-hmm. Paul haters out there um and he is ambitious on this album for sure i think
0: (laughs) yeah i mean he's he's so capable of doing so many different types of things um what was i just reading i think there was a quote from linda mccartney you've probably seen this too where she was interviewed once and she said john was always known as the you know everyone said john was very biting and paul was sentimental but John could be sentimental and Paul could be biting and um you know yeah I agree with that quote I mean
1: because Linda wanted John first I'm not sure if you knew that no I don't know Yoko wanted Paul so oh I I, I didn't know that it yeah really interestingly but yeah that is too many people definitely probably in my top 20 McCartney songs for canon easily no kidding um so we move on to the next track three legs this is rumored to be about the other Beatles Mm -hmm. how they can't function without McCartney because he was the first one to leave
0: yeah great song yeah um and I'm hearing it in my head oh we've got a visitor here oh hi willa you want to say hi to hudson really quick we're on his podcast yeah we have we have a three-legged cat we don't have a three-legged dog right we have a three-legged cat yeah are you going to see mama right yeah sorry sorry about that interlude but (laughs) um oh she's not in there um so anyway yeah three-legged Three legs. Um, yeah, where is this fit for you in terms of the record? Um,
1: this is a weaker moment on the part, yeah. but it's still brilliant, I think. Mm-hmm. You can definitely tell that it's really offbeat, but that's what works on the album, I think. Yeah. But it's a definite play for me, and I'm going to guess same for you. Oh, sure. Yeah. It's quirky. It's quirky yeah. it's good. Um, so now we go to track three, and that's Ram On. This is a definite play. Mm-hmm. Really beautiful ukulele. And it's one of the, I think it's the only song that he's played in concert. Out of all? From these albums. From this album, yeah. He really kind of avoids a lot of solo stuff in his latter-day concerts, except for like a recent album and The Wings' big hits is what I've heard.
0: Uh, I haven't checked out his set lists, but, uh, but some of these I would imagine would be fairly tricky. And this is a mellower one, is it not? Yeah, it's just ukulele, so. Uh, that's Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I think that that would probably be harder to, to do in front of thousands and thousands of people.
1: Yeah, but it's McCartney. You never know what's gonna happen but definite play for me and i believe i saw an interview Katy perry said this was her favorite mccartney song interestingly
0: yeah that's really you know it's so simple and it's so sweet and i read that that uh didn't he have a pseudonym that he used sometimes of uh paul ramon and so ramon was basically referencing that pseudonym I believe so.
1: Yeah. Um so going on to the next track. This is Dear Boy. Um one of the highlights for the album, probably in the top 2 or 3 songs. Mm-hmm. But um it's actually about Linda's ex-husband. Oh wow. A lot of people think it was about John. Mhm. But that's a definite play for me. I, I'm surprised it wasn't a single. It would have been a perfect little pop single. Mm-hmm. Just for singles, you had Backseat of My Car.
0: Well, I can't hear you all of a sudden. Hmm. You're not muted or anything, huh? You froze. Oh, I froze. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I'm back. OK. But yeah, about Linda's
1: ex-husband and um, just a great little song. Um, kind of reminds me of, if you're familiar with the Flaming Pie, those listeners who are, it's like a predecessor to the song Young Boy, which I think if that was released in the 70s, it would have been a huge hit. Mm. But So what are your thoughts on the song?
0: I just sometimes songs like this of of uh, of Paul's make me just kind of think about um, Lennon accusing him of writing granny music, and uh, not not because I agree whatsoever, but Paul had Paul had a lot of influence and love not only for not only for Little Richard and and a lot of rock and roll, but also from British parlor tunes and. Um, other kind other you know other musical traditions that might have seemed uh, silly or old-fashioned and and I think this is a song that uh, i don't know I, I find really interesting melodically and sonically the with the production so uh, to me i always think i always think of of, of uh, john's criticisms of him but also, just how it's, you know, it's it's pretty it's pretty great and pretty how multifaceted he is. Yeah, it really is perfect.
1: I think in the sense, just great. Um, so moving on to the next track, track number five. This is easily the most famous song on the album. I think it's not. I wouldn't say it's one of my favorites because of overplay. But that's uncle albert admiral halsey it's a classic love it or hate it
0: <sighs>
1: <laughs> it's yeah. a quote-unquote granny music
0: sure i never listened to it i didn't grow again i didn't grow up hearing it so i didn't know that it was overplayed and i didn't learn that until later um Weirdly, the song that I knew that I remember growing up when I heard it again as an adult and was like, oh, I remember that song was Another Day, which was a a single before this album came out, but wasn't on any album. Yeah, it's on that bonus disc with um, Oh Woman, Oh Why is the B-side. Which is incredible. Oh, that's
1: in my top five Paul songs ever.
0: Yeah, that one's really fantastic. And Another Day is really good, too, but that's the one that I... That's the song that I remember hearing on the radio when I was a kid, but I, I did. So I didn't know Uncle Albert Admiral Halsey, but, um, a couple of years ago, it came up in Sadie and Willow, my, my daughters loved it and they became obsessed with it and they would ask me to play it all the time. Um, so I, it, in terms of overplay, I, that's how I got it overplayed was just because they, they really like it, but.
1: It probably overplayed because this was my Wings Greatest was the first McCartney album. And right. um, the thing, it, this isn't a Wings song, and I don't know why, what it's doing on this album. Same with Another Day, even though this is an incarnation of Wings, technically. Sure. Because um, you got Denny Sewell, or Sidewell, um, McCartney, and Linda. But um, I think I just played it to death. and. Now I never want to hear it again, but that does not make me love it less than I've always loved it. Yeah, sure. But um, so now we come to track six. This is the first kind of rocker I think on the album. Uh huh. Um, and that smile away um, nonsense lyrics. Um uh-huh. It almost reminds me of a traveling Wilbury song in some sense, if you're familiar with those albums.
0: Well, yeah, that's interesting. I I mean, a little bit. Um, Yeah, it kind of reminds me of more older 50s rock and roll. But Uh, that's
1: definitely play
0: for me. Yeah,
1: On the weaker side of this album, but weak is like better than anything for another artist when you're going to McCartney standards, I think.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think it's really, I like the backing vocals. I like Linda's backing vocals a lot, singing, learning how to do that and don't know how to do that. And uh, um, yeah. I mean, what do you think it's about? Um, Smelling somebody's feet a mile away, I guess. Uh, I, I think it's like to, that plus smi- smile away. It's kind of like you know, trying to smile through somebody being mean to you. you know? Yeah, I think it. I think this ties right into John. It could for sure.
1: Yeah, I mean, John hated this album apparently. Uh huh. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, but um, definitely a good song. So now we go over to side two of the album, and this was is one of the songs that I think he could have played in concert
0: mm-hmm. and that's heart of the country a highlight for me yeah that's a that's a that's that's probably up there on this album for me too it's a really sweet song yeah um this beautiful pop little ditty um the vocals
1: like his kind of falsetto um he revisited that on mccartney three with um the kiss of venus which was a really beautiful track and i recommend if you haven't heard any of the songs from McCartney 3, check it out. Yeah, I think yeah. It's a really great album. Um, but, yeah, kind of, it could have been, this. like, this whole album, I think, is Paul's creative peak in his entire career, and that includes the Beatles. Wow.
0: Uh,
1: that's how good I think it is.
0: That's how you feel about Ram? Yeah. Yeah. But um,
1: definitely play for me. What do you think about Heart of the Country?
0: Yeah, I, I think it's just. Um, I think this is probably. I mean, I don't think it's any surprise that this was singled out in that negative review. It's 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 not expressing the the types of things that cool rock and roll people of the time really expected to hear or wanted to hear. But you know, who wrote about this kind? Who wrote especially? You know, who wrote about wrote about wanting to have cows and sheep around you and living in the country and yeah. people who lived in the country as holy and um and being happy about it and just feeling and feeling kind of this sincere affectless thing I mean, you compare that to you compare that to you know also wonderful songs but you know that maybe george or or uh john was that better uh you know, this, would, this, this type of sentiment in a song might seem inconsequential, but it also feels true. And and, and that's, uh, yeah, I think it's just a really great song. Yeah, I do. Um, so next song, this is
1: one of his best vocal performances ever. Monkberry, Moon Delight.
0: <laughs> this is my favorite song on the record.
1: Awesome. Somebody doesn't have like a classic one on as their favorite song. <laughs> no this, this that's is, good like because I' whenever I do these I try to avoid the singles being my favorite song. that's just me. I like the deep cuts and this is a really deep cut.
0: I just think it's yeah, I think it's a really fan I really yeah this is this is up there for me. This is my favorite song on the record and uh, I think it's kind of an amazing vocal and just an amazing song in general. It really is I mean.
1: I wish he could still scream this live today. That would be really awesome.
0: Can he not? Wasn't he on Saturday Night Live with Dave Grohl and Chris Novoselic a couple years ago? Yeah. Um, Maybe he did Scream in that one.
1: He can still do like Helter Skelter live, but um, on the album Egypt Station, his vocals were definitely starting to get weaker. But when he was locked down, McCartney 3, the vocals were so good because he had using his voice so much as I want to go see Paul in person I don't want him to tour so the vocals will stay yeah I think but definitely a highlight of his whole
0: career vocally yeah it's really fun (laughs) it's it's really fun that he put that kind of energy and uh growl into a song with such silly lyrics yeah
1: I, I think um, I prefer "A Woman O Y a little bit better, but um, I wish that was on the album, I think. I wish that would have been the A side, <laughs> honestly, I think it's about, I think it would have been a really great single because Uncle Albert, which I forgot to mention was his first number one single mm. in the US and the UK because um his first album didn't even have a single maybe I'm amazed was not a single yeah I I love that song quite a bit yeah that's McCartney's second best song I think yeah but Monkberry Moon Delight definitely a highlight
0: yeah it's a lot of fun
1: um number three we have eat at home on side two yep this is (laughs) One of Paul's most underrated songs, I think.
0: Yeah, I think it's good. It usually gets forgotten. Yeah.
1: Um, Nonsense lyrics, again, but that's what makes Paul Paul. The brilliance of being able to come up with the lyrics in an instance. Mm-hmm. But, perfect. Definitely a play for me.
0: Yeah, they're, they're all a play. Do you find... Um, you know, for me, and, and I, I grew, kind of grew up, this is an old and I was little kind of thing, but um, but I grew up, I didn't have a CDs until I was maybe your age, because uh, they were really expensive in the 80s. They existed, but we didn't have a CD player for a while, so it was hard to skip tracks. <laughs> you, you had a record player, or you had <laughs> sets, which you could fast forward, but... You know, I was really used to listening to albums start to finish, which you do. I mean, but do you find yourself like making playlists, or for you like skipping tracks is just a? Th- I sometimes feel guilty sometimes skipping a track on an album because that was always, that was not possible for me when I was getting into music. Yeah, I never skip tracks when I'm playing an album.
1: It's usually it's like a song that I wouldn't like in just hearing it straight out but I really enjoy it in the context of the album
0: yeah that's good that's a good distinction like um yeah um
1: because I don't know we'll go to the next song and we'll hear how how I feel about that
0: (laughs) which so this is the one the next one is the one yeah long-haired lady yeah it goes way too it is pretty long. That's a six-minute song.
1: Yeah, six minutes. Um, and on the vinyl, on my, one of my old copies, it skips at the end, so it has a piece of dust. Uh-huh. It'll go, and it'll be in like Wonderland's harmonies for like fifteen minutes. And I, it was like the first time I ever played the album. Oh. Uh-huh. And <laughs> I was like, "This is his best album." And then I looked up the song on my phone and realized, oh, that's a better song than what I thought it was. But it has started to grow on me, I will say after repeated listens. And Linda's offbeat vocal harmonies on this album are top notch.
0: Yeah, it's really her voice contrasts really well with Paul. I think it's really cool that they work together like that too. Yeah, up,
1: I mean, up until her death in 98, every album had some sort of contribution, which I think is amazing, yeah. but
0: definitely the least track on the album, by far, for me. So as it's a, it's a skip, in terms of, like, uh, it's not, like, not your favorite, but if you're listening start to finish. Like, I wouldn't play the album just to hear this song. Makes sense.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yep. But um so next this is kind of like a little bit of a weird thing. Mm-hmm. Ramon reprise or reprise. Um I play this just because it works in the context of the album kind of going back to the beginning. Yep. Um but definitely a wonderful song. Yeah. And it does have a little reference to, if you're familiar with the Red Rose Speedway album, mm-hmm. Big Barn Bed, which opens the album, it does have some the opening line from that album in that end of the thing.
0: Oh, that's interesting. That's you good. Because mm-hmm. that was a
1: Ram album. The Red Rose Speedway album is like Ram part two. Most oh.
0: people who like Ram really like Red Rose Speedway. Well, I know what I'm going to listen to when we get, when, when we finish recording.
1: <laughs> I'll set, I'll, yeah, I'll s- show you the vinyls after. Cool. Um, but yeah, definitely a good song. Um, so now to track six, this is really gone up in stature over the years. The yeah. back seat of my car. Yeah. Beautiful harmonies, perfect mm-hmm. vocals
0: what are your thoughts on the album this song on the song just that he's uh you know it's not easy to uh, to pick up a guitar and play a paul mccartney song if you're not you know uh just composition wise he's even even song even in shorter songs this is not a particularly short song but they have so many different parts to them and so many different tempos and dynamics and um you know i think about the when i think about this song i think about kind of the end of it and that really soaring we believe that we can't be wrong section which is just really beautiful um that the harmonies are just perfect i think mm -hmm.
1: but definitely one of the one of his best songs ever yeah it's pretty it's a pretty great one so that kind of closes our review on the album um First, I, this is just a question that I'm gonna ask guests from now on—the torture questions, okay. that I like to call. Favorite John solo album that you
0: heard? Um, again, I'm not. I'm not. It's I'm not as, as well versed, but I always has had John's greatest hits. Maybe I could say favorite John songs.
1: Yeah, favorite yeah. John
0: song you might be working class hero oh
1: that's wonderful are you gonna buy the remastered plastic ono band
0: um maybe at some point um i would i would think about it um i have such a list of long list of music that i want to get so i'm always trying to figure out what's next but i would i would definitely get it i mean mother is really a beautiful song too um yeah those two from that first solo rocker i would say
1: yeah definitely just a perfect his solo career i think is really consistent there's only maybe 10 clunkers in there i think
0: do you like stray cats the record that uh do you like that album that he did with harry Nielsen? i've
1: not i'm not familiar with it which i'm ashamed of as a Lennon fan
0: well yeah it might be it might be worth checking out i think that was another record that was kind of uh maybe not as appreciated at the time but there's some good songs on that
1: yeah um but yeah um so i'm gonna pause the recording but thank you so much for doing the review sure you're welcome back on the show anytime
0: <laughs> well, that's the extent of my like real solo uh, Beatles knowledge.